Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast. This is Alvern and today we've got a special guest on with us and I'd like to introduce herself. Over to you, Chavi. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Chavi and uh, I was working as a licensed attorney um, but I was drawn to working from home due to various reasons. Um, I think if I have to name those reasons, that uh, the top two would be lack of time to spend with my family and travel. I wanted a life which was de-stressing, which, a stress-free life actually. So I started working as a freelance writer. I did try my hand at other work from home options like proofreading, editing, but uh, I wasn't interested in it. So I stuck to freelance writing and I was able to quit my nine to five job because of it. After a while, my husband Amit inspired me to start a blog and help out other women and people who want to escape nine to five jobs and start working from home. So we launched Mrs. Dapo Studio. It's a blog where we talk about our experiences and give information on how you can start a work from home career and replace your nine to five income. Mm, awesome. Thanks so much for joining us today, Shavi. It's so good to have you on. Um, obviously, with your experience, you probably would have a lot uh, that people can actually learn from you today. Um, so let's get right into it. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> awesome. So what? why do you do what you do? What's the sort of the driving force behind that? Okay, so that's a wonderful question. Um, <laughs> so when I was working as an attorney, I had crazy hours. So I used to go to office at 9 o'clock, come back at 12 o'clock. Sometimes I used to come back at 1 in the night, 2 in the night. Um, and this is this was not one-off thing, okay? So this used to happen like three days a week or sometimes four days a week and sometimes all the five days a week. Oh, my goodness. So um, I had no time for friends, for family. Um, I was dating my husband then, so I had no time for him as well. So it was sort of very weird. Okay, so my brother was getting married and I got, I got home only one day before the actual wedding. Um, so it was very stressful. I had no time to exercise or do any kind of physical things. I used to sleep the weekends. It was, I loved my job, but it was a horrible life. So um, when I, like one day I was looking for various work from home options and I landed in freelance writing. Um, and when I was a law student, I used to love writing. I have written so many articles in five years of my law college. I knew that this is something I can make, make I can make it work because writing is something I want to learn. I like writing and I like, I like researching. So I think this is something which, which spoke to me. So I, I decided I'll give this a try. And uh, I think it's been like one, one and a half to two years I've been working as a freelance writer. And I was easily able to replace my nine to five income. And now I can sleep when I want, I can travel when I want, I can meet whoever I want, and I don't have to ask for uh, I ask for permission to take a leave. So I'm like really happy. So um, after like like some time back, I think last year in July, um, it was like, why don't you help others do this as well? Like you have done it. There are so many people around me here who ask me, and I tell them how to do it. So I decided to take it to another level, take it online, help other women, help other people who are in a situation similar to mine or even in another situation, but for whatsoever reason, they can't do their nine to five jobs. They don't, they can't manage it or they don't want to do it or they they want to do their nine to five, but still have a part-time job working from home and earn extra income. So I think 
um, that is the driving force of me starting that blog and I love helping out people. And when anybody emails me or comments on one of my blog posts and tells them how it was helpful, I think that makes my day. Actually, that makes my entire month. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So I guess what do you enjoy? What, what exactly of all the things that you do? Because obviously there's blogging, there's freelance writing, there's helping people, seeing comments, helping other people um, sort of fulfill their dreams of leaving their nine to fives. What do you enjoy most of all of the things that you do the most? Um, okay, so I like helping out people. So when I write a blog post, um, I ensure that you have everything in one post. Okay, So I don't like posts which skim through things. Like when they say how to become a freelance writer or how to become a virtual assistant, they don't really go deep into what you should be doing, what steps you can be taking. So I keep that in my mind. So I like writing those sort, those, that type of content that gives you actionable content by the end of it. So by the end of it, you will have at least three to five action items if you're reading any of my blog posts. And that is the only reason I do this is because I really want to help people. And because I know that I I had to read so many blog posts to actually make sense of how to start freelance writing, <laughs> I had I did not have the sort sort of budget to um you know buy a course right right in the front right right in the beginning of my freelance writing career, and uh, I think uh, I would have read all the articles on Google which relates to how to become a freelance writer wow. or how to start a freelance writing business. I think I would have read, I would have read hundreds of them and made notes, and not even one of them actually gave me everything mm. that's amazing so kind kinds of difficult almost $300 people outside of the US for them $300-$200 is a lot of money mm. but they cannot really uh, pay that upfront so I want to help people from those sort of countries as well like people who cannot really spend money on a course but want to know how exactly this can be done so yes that is what I love about what I do. Wow. That's amazing. In terms of you, you obviously you were attorney, which everybody will say, why would you give up a a job as an attorney? Um, And now you're a freelance writer and you sort of, there's, I think there is a a sort of a thread that runs between the two different kind of roles. What, like who was your role model as a child growing up that sort of inspired you to, I guess keep going and even do something brave, like move from being an attorney to a freelance writer. Is there someone in your sort of past that you can think of who would inspire you to do such a thing? Um, I wouldn't say anybody inspired me to do such such a thing, but if you're talking about a role model, that would be my parents. Um, I have seen them working so hard to achieve what they wanted in their lives or to get what they wanted for us, for their children. And uh, some of the best qualities that I have in me, uh, which ha- also help helped me uh, have a profitable blog and a home career comes from them. So things like determination or things like keep working hard, keep working hard. You're seeing no results, but I can still keep working hard <laughs> without without even feeling bad for one second. I can keep working hard without seeing any results for over six months. Mm-hmm. I know that I have done it. I've done it with my blog. I have. Worked on it, worked on it, worked on it. I saw no results for for some time. But I still had, I, I still didn't think that I have to give this up. Mm-hmm. And I felt that. So all that comes from my parents. All that comes from my dad and my mom. So I think making this shift 
and you know um understanding or having the confidence in yourself that you can leave a job of an attorney that safe it's it's a safe job mm. you get paid a lot and shift to something which is online shift to freelancing where you have to find your own clients and there there is that entire feast and uh, that cycle where sometimes you don't have any clients sometimes you have a lot of clients i think that does come from my parents so if i have to name my role models that have to be my parents <laughs> That's brilliant. I'm sure they're so proud to hear you say that. They'd be like blushing. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to send them the link to this podcast. What goes live? I want them to hear that. <laughs> And so, you know, the way as um, kids growing up, you get advice from a lot of people around you. Got to be um, teachers, uh, uncles and aunts, parents, uh, friends. What would you say is the best advice you've received to date? I think keep working hard and you know success will follow. Okay. And do you get it anybody from someone specific do you remember? Oh, I think most of them is is from my teachers, my brother, okay. parents. Those are the ones who kept telling me that. And as a child I was a very hard working student, okay? <laughs> <laughs> my parents were very strict about education and um I was kind of I'm I'm brought up like that, so um I can study for 12 hours a day. I don't have a problem. I like it. Okay. Awesome. So, I've I've brought up in a way where uh, you know, hard working is imbibed. I don't mind. Like awesome. hard, hard work. It's in my mind. You you work hard, you'll get the results. Someday you will get the results. Brilliant. That's brilliant. I think if when you talk about blogging also I think this works with this is like the best advice I can give people who want to start blogging as well. They keep doing keep doing work. Keep doing the work. <laughs> Be consistent at what you do. You will get there. Awesome. So, and in terms of then, um, everyone have different experiences in their lives that would, some of them would change the course of their life. Some of them would actually give them that aha moment. Um, some of them would sort of um, give them a, a, a sort of a different viewpoint to the world. What is the what that one thing that impacted you? in your life so far. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So that has to be uh meeting my husband, okay? So wow. it's a very funny thing. So <laughs> not exactly exactly meeting him, but yeah, I just get the story. So uh before I met him, um I had only this one thing. I had one thing in mind. I am going through law school and I want and sometime become a partner in a law firm. things like that which is the normal course of action mm-hmm. once you graduate from a law school mm-hmm. when i met him i he was working from home okay so his entire team was in different locations in across the globe so that was the first time i came to know about working from home okay. before that i had no idea that people could actually work from home or people could actually make money online mm-hmm. okay now when i met him i knew about work from home with a single employer mm. i had no idea the other side of what i write now mm-hmm. the other side of making money online working as a freelancer and like having the capability of earning a lot of money i had no idea so i think when i met him it sort of um, opened doors for me 
like I understood that there is something like work from home. From there, I started researching. I started reading, and then, then, then there was this entire, entire thing. Okay, it was like a volcano sort of a thing. I got to know so many things you can do in your life. What was I doing? <laughs> Why was I studying in a university for six years? I just I could have done so many things along with it. Yeah, that's there's so many things you can do. Mm. Wow. That's, that's, that's amazing. Meeting my husband, I think, changed the course of my life. <laughs> because he, was, he is the one because of whom I know there is something like mm. this exists. Something like work from home options exist. Mm. So, yes. Wow, you're very lucky. I don't think I've ever yeah, met so. <laughs> anyone like, you know, from the same country who actually works from home. And like you mentioned, I don't think I've ever seen that yet. But that's, that's it's very rare. It's a very rare chance yeah. and you're so lucky. That's very good. Yeah. <laughs> All of his friends work from offices. He was the one who used to work from home. Wow. It was enticing when I got to know about it. I was like, so cool. <laughs> you don't have to get up in the morning. <laughs> you can sleep in the afternoon. <laughs> you can eat on your desk. <laughs> awesome. I want this life. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. That's very inspiring. Like you said, a very funny story, but very, Wow. I'd have loved to have that, that, that sort of experience where you meet someone, <laughs> maybe for the first time, and you, know, yeah. you don't know they exist, and then bam, just like that. Wow. <laughs> so in terms of your blog, I'll give us the name again so that everyone will know what I'm talking about, the name of the blog. It's Mrs. Daku Studio. Dot com. Yeah. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, no, so just in case they want to look it up while I'm asking you these questions. So you said you started a freelance writing um, career first, and then yeah. obviously you wanted to get into um, becoming a blogger. How long? So how long have you been a blogger, so to speak? Okay, so um, I started. The first time I started blogging was, um, I think, in two thousand sixteen. I started with a travel blog. I was so overwhelmed with the entire learning curve that blogging comes along with mm. that I left. I quit. I decided I cannot do this. Okay. Wow. So um, I started from a free platform. So it was mrsdakustudio.wordpress.com. Mm. Then I decided to buy a domain, buy hosting, start a self-hosted blog. But I was so overwhelmed. There are so many things to learn. Um, so the one mistake which I did at that point of time was to focus on all social media channels. Oh, right. Yeah. So I wanted to tweet. I wanted to share on Facebook. I wanted to use LinkedIn. I wanted to use Pinterest. And I think I just did not realize how to use Pinterest then. Mm. I wish I realized how to use Pinterest then because everything good. would have been so nice by now. Mm. But yeah. So I used to randomly pin. I don't know what I was doing with it, okay, honestly. <laughs> so I decided to quit. Um, I decided I'll just focus on freelance writing. I did that. After working as a freelance writer, I think I learned a lot of things. So when you write for other companies, other blogs, you understand a lot of things. Mm. How to write, how to write for your audience, understanding your audience, understanding your the understanding the pain points of your audience, understanding the basics of SEO. So all, all that sort of like with, with that one and a half two years of ex 
experience as a freelance writer, I learned all of that. So I sort of was less overwhelmed when I relaunched my blog last year mm-hmm. because writing became very easy. So now if I sit down and I have to write a blog post, it wouldn't take me a lot of time. It takes me a maximum of two to three hours and I can write a post which is 4,000, 5,000 words. So I think I learned it over time, like how to blog. What, obviously the name doesn't actually tell the readers, or sorry, the listeners even, uh, what it is about. So if you can tell us more about that. Okay, so um, it was a random calling. Um, so my my husband is known as Daku. For all the listeners who don't know what Daku means, in Hindi it means a robber or a bandit. Oh no! <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's funny, yes. So he's sort of scary, so all of his friends call him Daku. Uh, all of his um, social media accounts have that. So oh, Facebook, it's Daku. Twitter, it's Daku. Everywhere, it's Daku. So when we got married, everybody started referring me referring to me as Mrs. Daku. <laughs> okay, so I, I was very fascinated by it. So I decided I'll just name my blog Mrs. Daku Studio. <laughs> so I did that. Uh, uh, sometimes I do think about changing the domain name because it does not tell, tell my readers what exactly this is mm-hmm. about. It's, 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 it's not even a name which you can make sense of if you, are, if you don't know the meaning of the word. Yeah. And if you know the meaning of the word, it still don't, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but yes. So I write about work from home options. Um, I do not write about things like uh, surveys and stuff like that. But I focus my writing on freelancing and uh, jobs that can re- that can help you replace your entire nine to five income. So not making not getting rich quick schemes or making money online. But yes, focusing on the uh, real work from home job <laughs> that can help you with your income. Perfect. Perfect. That's great. And so what do you enjoy most about blogging itself? So I cannot keep my attention at one place. Okay? <laughs> so even with my job, I had that problem. So I had this one sort of a thing I had to do, but I was so bored with it. I just couldn't pay attention to it sometimes because it's so repetitive. It's the same thing again and again. I just look for same things. If you're drafting a contract, that's it. That's what you're doing for your entire day. But blogging is different. Okay, blogging gives you so many things to work on that you can be so engaged the entire day. So, okay, so you don't want to write today, you can do Pinterest. If Mm. you don't want to do Pinterest today, you can learn more about SEO. Mm. You know, if you you don't want to learn about SEO, you have something else to do. Mm. You can design your website. There's so many things. So, um, you'll be surprised that I've designed my own website. So, I learned website designing for myself. So, I designed my own website. I decided... Um, you know, this is what how I want it to be. So, uh, whenever I'm bored, I design my website <laughs> or something like that. There is so many things you can do in blogging that you know it makes me feel happy. That one day if I'm bored of this, I can do something else. That's brilliant. Let me even look at blogging that way. That's a very big uh, eye opener for me because I just look at blogging as you know these things that you have to do and you're always busy doing stuff. But the fact that you're not bored doing one thing all the time that's that's definitely an eye opener for me. I so, think that keeps me interested in blogging. Yeah, it, it should it should do. Um, and then I know you talk about your husband sort of encouraging you. Is there anything else that would have inspired you to become a blogger? Yeah, a lot of income reports. <laughs> yeah, that, 
<laughs> I, yeah, I wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> a lot of income reports, yes, you know, it, to be truthful, people, like, a lot of people start blogging for money. Hmm. Okay, so, you know, I'm no different. I want to help people, but I want to make money as well. So, brilliant. you know, I can't really help people and not make money. Yeah. Like, I'm ready to help you. I'm no, I'm, I, I don't, you know, want to extort you or something like that, but, you know. Blogging has its own perk. So when I started out in 2016, yeah, 2016, I landed on a lot of income reports. Okay, so from the top of mind, one is Michelle. So making sense of sense, I think everybody would know her. Mm-hmm. Her income reports made me crazy. <laughs> this, you know, she earns so much money. If I, <laughs> if I even earn like 2% or 3% of her <laughs> income, I think that would be like, that would... Make my day, make make my year or something like that. It's enough. In, in India, it's enough. That's brilliant. Yeah. So, uh, I think the income reports of Michelle, uh, Becky from Your Modern Family, um, I think these are the two I landed on. I don't know, accidentally, I landed on their income reports mm. accidentally. So, I guess, income reports. <laughs> That's brilliant. I mean, I never even thought about that. That's another eye opener for me. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I think for me, because everybody, everybody wants to work from home or quit their nine to five or become digital nomads or become a local location independent um, entrepreneur or become an entrepreneur for many different reasons. For me, it's freedom. That freedom to, um, you know, do whatever it is I like go wherever I like, that kind of a thing. But for other people, it's money. You know, they just want to have enough money to buy lots of things. And people have, you know, well, spend time with their family, etc. But for me, the big thing is freedom. People have different reasons. What's what's your what's yeah, yours? Freedom, yeah. Um, like I said in the beginning, right, I had crazy work hours. <laughs> I was so pissed off that I had no time to spend with my husband. I had no time for my family. I had no time to travel. It sort of defeated the entire purpose of living. Yeah, you so you're of, earning money, but yeah. you can't earn, you, you can't, can't spend, spend that it. money. Yeah, because it doesn't. It didn't make sense to me. Mm. So, like you said, right? You wanted that freedom. You wanted the freedom to do what you like. Mm-hmm. So, I think that was the driving force of sh- having this drastic shift from an attorney to working from home. Cool. And then, in terms of because um, you know the whole blogging thing can be a, a big struggle. And sometimes you can you can strike gold, not necessarily strike gold, I guess. And it can't even really call it luck, but it's it's about a whole trial and error. You try this topic and you don't get success. You try that topic and it doesn't get success. But for you, you've been only been blogging actually less than a year at, at this point. Your current blog that is, and you seem to have gotten success so far. What's your current traffic levels like at the moment? Um, so last month I reached 30,000 page views. Wow, that's amazing. And um, it's sort of increasing. So in January I had around 19,000, but it suddenly jumped in. I had a lot of viral pins in February. So February was like one of the best months up till now because um, I also made around $900. And yes, $900. So. It's growing. It's growing gradually. Yeah. I would love for it to explode one day. <laughs> <laughs> it will, like you say, keep working, keep working. 
Pinterest has also come up with a lot of changes recently. So I've mm-hmm. been seeing everybody, everyone is struggling. So mm-hmm. yeah, let's see. Pinterest is already difficult for me. Mm-hmm. And what's, what is your main source of traffic? Is it a combination or is it just one? Or what's your main source of traffic at the moment? Um, most of my traffic comes from Pinterest. Okay. And uh, after that, um, it's Facebook. It's like I get around 50 to 60 organic traffic each day. Um, My organic traffic is increasing, but uh, I definitely need to focus more on my sales strategy. I've been doing some random things. Mm -hmm. I just know the basics and I've been sticking to it. But yeah, I need to get dive deeper and understand more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got that. In terms of your traffic, okay, you get 40,000 page views. They're probably wondering, I know obviously Pinterest is a struggle, but let's let's not worry about that right now because every year around this time, Pinterest goes through an algorithm change, <laughs> which is normal. That's just normal. Um, what is what is it that you're doing? Like, are you, I know some people say, well, like I have one of my mentors, he he actually publishes 25 posts a day. And I, I don't know how he does it. Obviously, wow. he outsourced some of the work. And I know I don't think you're anywhere near that, that crazy number of published no. posts a day. What is your strategy in terms of um, uh, posts per month, as well as um, obviously you've said the traffic is coming from Pinterest. What are you doing in Pinterest that's you think that's driving or giving you that that sort of lock in terms of the traffic to your to your blog? Okay, so um, let's start with the posts. Mm-hmm. So I, from the time I've started the blog, I have started to do blog posts in a week. So I'm trying to increase that number because um, uh, I don't know whether it's true or not, but I have heard people say that the more pages you have, the better it is because your readers will have more pages to look at, more you will have more pages on your blog, you'll have more pages ranking on Google, you'll have you'll get more traffic. So trying to wrap my head around that, <laughs> trying to publish more posts, but writing more than two posts seems to be impossible for mm. me. Because again, that same thing comes. Like I get bored. <laughs> <laughs> I really get bored. How much can you write in a week? But people do. People, I I know a lot of bloggers that post every other day. I don't know how they do it. I really appreciate them. Mm. So for Pinterest, um, recently what worked for me is uh, creating a lot of new pins. Mm. So from the time I started working on Pinterest last year to now, my blog is my my pin design has drastically improved. Mm. So when I look at my old pins, I'm like, sure, they're doing, <laughs> they're so dark. I can't read. I'm, I've been using script fonts. What was I doing? Mm. There's no white space in, you know, reading becomes difficult and all that. So my pin designs have been improved. And that really helped me. The more white space you have, the more colorful mm. uh, pins you have. And when I say colorful, the bright colors. Mm. So you use pink, yellow, orange, those sort of mm. really eye-catching colors. And creating new pins. So um, for the past one month, I have created new pins every single day. Okay. So that seemed to have worked because some pins work, some pins don't work. Yeah. And some pins suddenly go viral. So, you know, I have marked down all the pins, pin designs that go viral and I create more pins like that. Okay. That's and cool. very, very weirdly, the thing, the, the other pins I have uh, made with that same pin designs, they have also gone viral. Mm. <laughs> so... So, you know, I thought that probably it's not the design, but turns out it is the design. So okay, I think it's, right. yeah, it, it sort of worked. So three pins, same design. Three of them have gone viral in February. It's, it doesn't, I don't think so. 
that it really works like that but i think it's a coincidence mm. yeah well, keep making it. new pins making new pins definitely work mm. and more keyworded words uh and i also started using hashtags in my pins so i think that has also uh working for me i'm not very sure i need to stop using it and see if something else oh, oh, no don't because you mess up your pinch pinterest strategy <laughs> i already i think i don't know uh pinterest has been like very difficult uh in in december i had around 600000 uh, impressions and by the end of january i was at 300000 then it dropped almost 50% and in february alone it jumped to 700000 i have no idea i don't know what pinterest is doing <laughs> but i am happy till the time it goes up <laughs> yeah very strange yeah it's very strange but i think creating new pins work mm. creating new boards more niche boards i also have to leave all the group boards which are very generic mm. so it they're not really getting any traffic and pinterest seems to be very confused what your pin is about if you're pinning it to things like um, best blog post and there are recipe mm. pins diet pins yeah nance pins everything so i really need to leave those boards also mm-hmm. just not being able to do that lately okay do that Good. that's a very good insight thanks for sharing that and then in terms of your long term goals okay we have everybody as well not everyone a lot of people go crazy about instagram are you on instagram as well i am on instagram okay. i really cannot keep up with that platform <laughs> i i really can't it's i don't know i don't understand it i just use it for personal things so okay. if i'm if i'm traveling somewhere or if there is a family function i'll take some photos i'll share it okay i don't use it for business okay okay No I I know that it takes it does take a lot of time on all the captions and all of that so I was just checking to see if, if any of the traffic was coming from Instagram like you said um it seems to be it seems oh. to be um focused on creatives like people who like have really create like you know if you make candles or if you you know DIY stuff I don't know about um your particular niche where you have work from home but then people say what is it wanted personal wanted um business stuff and then wanted what's happening in your area just like very strange but anyway <laughs> i digress you just keep up with posting photos every day if you yes. want to grow your yes. instagram account so uh if i was traveling for a time i would do that yeah you know, use a few hashtags like work from anywhere location independent mm. digital nomad probably could have worked out but mm. i don't first of all i i just whenever i'm tra- traveling i am so lost in traveling that i forget that Uh, I have to upload pictures so <laughs> I have to do Instagram or something like that okay that's like the last thing on my head <laughs> there are only two things I do when I travel okay so most of the travels we do is by car so mm. my husband Amit he loves driving so we we whenever we are going somewhere nearby he, he will always drive mm. so when I have nothing to do I'll open my laptop and write a blog post <laughs> okay brilliant one <laughs> or i am just staring from the window mm. and i'm enjoying my time with yeah. family for which i started this this was place yes so true yes <laughs> yeah I, instagram is definitely not my job yeah uh, amit was interested in it so sometime back he decided i'll, I'll try out instagram and see what happens mm. we'll see if uh, we get traffic from to a blog so um, he started doing that i used to get one or two 
users from Instagram. So probably it would work out if you Continue. stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's yeah. fine. I don't want to overwhelm myself. I did that last time. I quit. Yeah, wrong. true. That's a good point. That's fair enough. Um, so then in terms of your blogging success so far to date, yes, you you did you did quit in 2016 when you started the travel blog and now you, you launched again um, last year. So what what is what do you think is the one thing that, or even two things, it doesn't have to be one, one thing or two things that sort of you can say that this is the thing that actually has helped me to get this far in my blogging success to date. Okay. Investing in yourself. Mm. Okay. Um, so I used to not do that. Mm. Okay. Frankly, I used to be like, let, let me just read. I have enough time to read. Them. I had enough time to get the other, other information from Facebook groups and uh, Google articles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think the best way of doing this is just spend money, just buy a course, which is recommended, go through that, try and implement your strategy. So when I launched in July, I bought Carly's course on Pinterest. Um, I think her name is Pinteresting Strategies. It's about manual pinning. Uh, I like I, I bought that only because uh, at that point of time, I did not want to spend on Tailwind. Mm-hmm. I wasn't very sure if I want to buy Tailwind. So I decided that it's. I'll buy her book. I'll try manual pinning. See how far it goes. So, I think with her book, I understood what I should be doing with Pinterest. <laughs> okay. So I there, there was this one thing I still regret not doing it. I should have started a new account. Oh, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I should have started a new account, but I just uh, cleaned up my old account. And, uh, you know, a lot of things still stick by. So I still get a lot of travel related suggestions and mm-hmm. things like that. I, you know, if I started a new, new account, it would have been much, much easier. Mm-hmm. And probably the growth would have been faster because then Pinterest knew that I was what well, I'm writing about making money online. Mm-hmm. Now Pinterest was confused. Mm-hmm. So I, because I deleted everything. I created new boards. It was a mess. Mm-hmm. So, um, if, if anybody listening right now is in my situation, <laughs> just create a new account. It'll be so much easier for you to brand it, to make new pins, to make new boards and tell Pinterest that you are about this mm-hmm. niche. Yeah. It is so much easier. So one thing is investing in yourself. I invested in a lot of um lot of ebooks, lot of courses from like for the past eight months. They have helped me. I also bought Tailwind subscription for the entire year. Oh, did you? Okay. Uh, yeah, because um, paying for fifteen dollars each month did not make sense. Um, I want to blog. I was, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm just going to pay for the entire year. This saves time. Manual pinning wasn't. I wasn't able to keep up with manual pinning every day. So, sometime or the other, I'm traveling, mm-hmm. or somebody is at my place. Mm-hmm. Something is happening, and I'm missing the time. Mm-hmm. It's a time frame when I know that my users are online so yeah. if i don't don't pin at that moment i won't get the traffic yeah uh, and as soon as i switched to tailwind my traffic spiked wow that's amazing so, um, the i think that is because um most of my visitors are from the us okay so most of my traffic comes from canada and united states okay i live in india there's a 12 hours gap wow there's a 12 hours time difference so 
when i pin they are sleeping mm. when they pin i am sleeping <laughs> so elvin just takes care of that for me okay awesome okay, so, um my suggested schedule all my pins are, are like go live at night so from 12 o'clock to 4 o'clock at the night when i'm like like asleep elvin is pinning <laughs> yeah So I think that helped me a lot because it's not it's not possible for me to stay up late and pin yeah four hours it's yeah. not possible not possible for a lot of people who are outside of United States and Canada and mm-hmm. I did not want to, I did not want to focus on local traffic because uh, there are a lot of media like companies like Media Wine the ad companies who look for people in the United States yeah. like who look for traffic from the United States and Canada. So if you have local traffic you will not be able to make much money with ads plus i think that you know there's a lot of sponsorship posts you will not you will not be able to get a lot of sponsorship posts if your traffic is not global true and when they say global they may mean us and canada yeah <laughs> they don't really mean global so yeah right. so one thing would be investing in yourself and second thing would be be consistent at whatever you are doing true so just like if you're if you decide that you can write only one post a week keep up with it like write every day and write on the same day because you will have regular users you will have returning users and they will know like they know when you are, are publishing a post so do that be consistent when you pin like if you're pinning one you pin each day continue that for some time continue that for at least 4 to 8 weeks you know if you do that for one week and switch to something else pinterest is not going to get any signal mm. and if you are going to publish it publish regularly on uh, on your blog post google is never going to rank like it's going to take time for you to rank actually mm. not google google will think that you are not a regular publisher or not somebody who yeah. is creating content regularly so think about all that consistency will actually get you really far So that was the first thing which a lot of like first blogging advice that I got in July or August last year. So um I uh, I was following this blogger and I was really impressed with her work. Uh her blog is one fine wallet. So I remember getting in touch with her complimenting her work and uh, I also remember telling her that you know my interest is not taking off. I don't know what to do. It's so slow. and you know it's been so many days so many months i've been trying i'm stuck i'm stuck at this 10000 traffic and she told me just be consistent just keep pinning just keep pinning you will get there trust me you'll get there just keep pinning and she's right <laughs> it 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 does work it's it's slow you know you need to be really patient with blogging yeah actually you need to be patient with everything but with blogging it just takes a toll on you yeah test your patience it does If I start talking about what you can do when you start blogging, it's <laughs> not stop because there's so many mistakes I have done that I don't want others to do. Yeah, we all make mistakes. Oh, no matter what what we say or do, no matter how many courses we buy, we all make mistakes because the problem with blogging is that there the people who's giving you advice is normally a different niche, especially if they're in the yeah. lifestyle niche. and that means they cover everything. <laughs> and mm. you are you are for example you are in the, the work from home kind of niche. and you you're getting advice from someone in a lifestyle niche they can only give you advice up to a certain point because they're in a totally different yes. niche from you 
I think you need to try. It's like more trial and error sort of the thing. Some things that work for you might not work from somebody else. So just gather all the advice, write it down, try out everything. <laughs> One year you'll understand what works for you, what doesn't work for you. But you really need to try out things. Perfect. Was there, I guess you, you, you mentioned Pinteresting strategy, but was there a, a specific um, blogging focused course that you did that you that might have given you the success that you have to date? Um, I bought Anna King's Ready Set Blog for Traffic. Okay. So that was the only all blogging course sort of a thing which I bought. Okay. okay. It is a very affordable course. It's a very, very affordable course. Okay. For the kind of value she gives. I think it is somewhere around like $80 or something. Mm. Okay. And she covers SEO for beginners. She covers Pinterest. She also um, gives you a masterclass on how to write content that drives readers to stay on your blog for a longer time. Um, she talks about link building strategies. I think it's it's like a lot of value for the amount she sells it for. Okay. Cool. So I think um, with that, uh, like after taking her course, there were like more than 10 of my posts that rank on page one of Google right now. The, wow. the traffic is very high. So the competition isn't very high for that word. But mm-hmm. still, you know, it just makes you happy when you see that, yeah, okay, your post is like on page one and the number one result for one key term. It's brilliant. Brilliant. Well done. Um, and then in terms of struggles, because you have this thing with mindset. So I don't know if you remember back, I guess when you when you got your first one thousand page views, because obviously you you had a blog back in twenty sixteen, and you quit, and then you started this new blog uh, last year, and now you you're now at uh, let's just say between thirty and forty page views a month. Do you remember when you got your first one one thousand page views, and um, maybe there's something that in your mind that that clicked, and you had that sort of aha moment? Do you remember at all? Um, I wouldn't say it was an aha moment or something. Okay, so when in, when I started, when we launched my blog in July, mm-hmm. that month, I remember I had around 2,000 page views. Wow. Okay. And uh, in August, it doubled. So it it was somewhere around 4,000. And suddenly, you know, September, it was 10,000. What <laughs> 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 just happened? But I knew, obviously, it was Pinterest. Um, so her book really works. Wow. Um, and uh, a lot, like I don't think there was anything else because most of my traffic came from Pinterest. Okay. So I reached my first ten thousand because of Pinterest. Okay, that's a given. After that, yes, I did a lot of other things as well. But I think from one thousand to ten thousand, Pinterest. Wow, they can invest in Pinterest. Learn Pinterest. Pinterest can do wonders. That's true. <laughs> I know bloggers that get more than seven thousand page views a day with Pinterest. Mm, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. And in terms of then other uh, blogging, the blogging world, this what you call blog land, what do you think is the thing that most people struggle with? Because I, I know some people struggle with all sorts of different, you know, mindset issues, um, like you mentioned, consistency. Um, what do you think is this that either yourself or bloggers in general, what do you think they say struggle with the most? I don't know. I think people have different things they struggle with, mm-hmm. like you said, right? So if I have to personally talk about me, I struggle with learning SEO. Okay. So I want to learn, 
um i know a lot of things but going beyond that every time i look at a video or land on a moz article or some article which is for advanced or intermediate level of seo i just love it. I, i i just cannot focus on i just cannot focus on it so before this podcast i uh, landed on this moz article on how you should be doing your keyword research mm-hmm. and uh, that's it i just stopped in between i <laughs> I was thinking of something else. I started thinking something. I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking about what new pin I need to make or something else. But uh, you know, I really struggled with learning SEO. I don't know why that is happening, but I think I just need to buy a course which tells me exactly what I need to do. <laughs> I am not able to find one which suits my needs. So I've heard good things about Mike Pearson's course. It's stupid simple SEO. So next time it's going to open up, I'm going to grab it. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, because I've heard really good things about it. Yeah. And he's very friendly and I really like his videos because he makes it so simple. Yeah. And I'll have somebody to, you know, go to if I don't understand something. So Perfect. Yeah, it makes sense. Just like my first advice, invest in yourself. Yeah. Definitely. Big time. Okay. So now it's time for some fun questions. No. <laughs> Brace yourself. Okay. Who would you trade places with for a day and why? Who would you trade places with? Okay, that's a difficult question. Um, <laughs> I think I would trade places with um, Michelle. Yes. I want to know what she does and how she does it. I would love to know. You know? Once, one day, one day. It's a gift you want me to understand what she does. I'm pretty sure I can understand at least... something which will help me on 2% of what she does right now. <laughs> i am very Brilliant. sure of that Brilliant. yeah so i think give me a day to be her okay. and if she's hearing that i'm <laughs> so embarrassed <laughs> that's okay you wouldn't know if she's hearing it or not <laughs> um okay let's find another one something that you can't do that you wish you could do Thing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing. So I keep saying that I was I was telling that to my husband today as well. You know, I wish I could sing. I sing like when I sing like people would run away right now. <laughs> It's so bad. I don't even sing in the bathroom. I'm so bad. Even close sing better than me. <laughs> yeah, so that's the only thing I wish I knew. Oh. I actually went to classes really <laughs> funny, you know? yeah, wow. i went to classes i remember learning music and my music teacher was like you are so awesome you are your voice is like so unique please don't come to the class <laughs> so you know there's such a nice way of saying like leave it music is <laughs> music and singing is not for you but you know i had that confidence i really appreciate that teacher okay so he told me that uh, your voice is really unique so you need you don't need music lessons Um, so that's what he said. I was very happy. I was a kid. I thought, yeah, you know, I'm better than everybody. And, uh, you oh, know, wow. only after so many years, when I had built the confidence already, I knew that singing is not the only thing in life. Mm. I understood that, uh, what he, <laughs> what he actually <laughs> meant by that. But, uh, I really appreciate it. You know, he did really hurt my confidence mm. at that point of time. So. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah, so very important, so true. 
And in the last one in terms of fun questions, what's your guilty pleasure? Sleeping. Oh, I thought you were going to say writing. <laughs> no. Or even, or even research. I can sleep anywhere. <laughs> like really. So when Amit is driving, I sleep on the seat. Oh. If you give me five minutes, I can sleep. I, I can I can take a nap while I'm sitting. Interesting. So it is sort of a bad thing and a good thing. Mm. So It just means that you can recharge yourself when everybody else is tired. You know, you're talking about what you call power napping. You're probably very good at power napping. Yeah, I am. And I can sleep for like 24 hours if you. If I have no tensions, I have no stress, I don't have anything pending, I can I can sleep for 24 hours. I have done that. That's mad. <laughs> I have done that after my exams. They got over my first semester exams. Mm. And I slept for 24 hours. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And the second thing would be eating, I think. <laughs> Do you actually find time to eat and all that sleeping? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm either sleeping or eating. Okay, brilliant. Actually, sweet tooth, so anything sweet. Okay, awesome. So we come to the most important part, uh, based on your successes and failures and, and triumphs and aha moments and everything combined. What are the five things that you would like to leave with your listeners today? Five things. It could be for new bloggers. It could be for... Uh, seasoned bloggers, experienced bloggers, it could be whatever you want. Five top tips. <laughs> it cannot be for seasoned bloggers. It is, <laughs> one, it is definitely for beginner bloggers. So um, have a niche. Try to have a niche. Uh, when I started out, um, I wrote about everything. Mm. I wrote about dating, relationships. I had a lifestyle sort of a blog. Okay. Uh, within a few months, I changed it to travel. When I launched last year, I decided to write about freelance writing. Within two months, I changed it to work from home. So I've changed a lot of niches. But uh, finally, after getting it wrong the first three times, I finally got to something I really like. Awesome. So having a niche will always help you, uh, you know, help you do everything properly. So, you know, you'll have a very targeted Pinterest account, you'll have a very, you'll have very targeted tweets, you'll have very targeted users and uh, your conversions will always be higher. So I personally feel that if you have a blog where you write about everything, it is difficult to grow plus it's difficult to get conversions because you have different types of readers. So not every post will uh, resonate with every user. But if you have a niche, every post of yours will resonate to every user. Like at least most of the users. Mm -hmm. So when I write about work from home, um, I'm writing about virtual assistant, for example, so that will resonate to my readers. If I'm writing about productivity, that will re- resonate with my readers. Anything about work from home office or setting up a work from home office, that will resonate. So most of what I write will resonate with every user mm-hmm. of mine. So I think try to have an itch. It's I'm not saying you will click right away. Mm-hmm. You will have to work around things. So yeah, one is that. Second is focus on quality content. Um, like try to write longer content because Google likes it. Frankly, it's easier to rank with longer content, more quality and value-filled content than writing whatever you think you're writing. I'm not sure what I'm saying right now. But yeah, <laughs> focus on quality content. Um, learn SEO right from the start. Okay. okay. So even if you are not learning something which is advanced or even at intermediate level, try to understand a few things about SEO. Like try to understand 
that there are keywords there are keywords you need to use in titles and uh like headlines subtitles and those sort of things if you're using if you're not using use post seo it is one of the easiest ways to learn beginner beginner ways of you know optimizing your post yeah so that definitely definitely focus on pinterest like mm. get a course get a course from one of these really recommended people recommended bloggers who have tried and tested everything they keep updating their courses and books with every algorithm change that pinterest comes up with you cannot keep a track of your what you are doing if you don't do this mm. okay just let somebody else take the headache <laughs> they will update the course they will update the ebook you learn from them yeah that's the best way of doing it okay somebody's there somebody's <laughs> there is taking all the pains to tell you what you can do to get traffic to your blog so why not utilize that yeah okay another thing would be network oh yeah, yeah. as a blogger it is very easy to work in a, a silo mm. or you know working silos or getting i don't know isolated mm-hmm. it's very easy because you are just working on your laptop you're spending your entire day on yeah. working on a laptop so try to take out some time join facebook groups uh have conversations so recently i'll tell you something that happened yesterday so there was this there was this blogger her name is virginia she is the owner of on smart class online okay so i have been reading her blog regularly she's brilliant i love her work so she posted on a facebook group and she wanted guest posts so i told her that i am willing to write on this 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 let me know if you like this post post idea and uh, we talked for a while and then she said ki i've been seeing noticing your pins uh for some days now uh, they're really nice which made me really happy <laughs> uh so you must be getting good traffic from it so i kind of shared what i was getting and what i'm struggling with and she gave me really good tips okay she she told me a lot of things that i should be doing that i'm probably not doing right now one of them was leaving the boards right um so you know networking can take you like networking can really help you in many ways you wouldn't even think that it would so uh, a couple of days back i was sort of feeling low i was like um, i had re- i had that this traffic has re- really spiked in february and it suddenly from like 1000 to 2000 page views i came down to 500 so i was feeling very sad <laughs> uh you know so there's this other blogger i was talking to and then she was like oh, no you're doing wonderful no keep at it keep at it it's very it's very easy uh for you to lose track and yeah. uh, feel disappointed and uh, if other people other people in the same boat tell you you know it keep at it it's okay we're all there we're all there mm. it's not like only you are struggling you are struggling with something we are struggling with something else mm. you know it helps you keep up that momentum so i was in network because there are a lot of ways networking will help you so yeah not always in your blogging um like not always for blogging or not you know you don't have to think that i have to use this person yeah but you will really create beautiful relationships if you are networking and you will find new friends which are very important you really don't want to die alone in yeah. <laughs> blogging <laughs> it's possible oh dear <laughs> Yeah, you you know blogging so, sort of killed my social life. <laughs> you know, I was like, all the day I'm like 
typing, 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 <laughs> doing something on my laptop. Then I realized, what am I doing? I'm not even meeting my friends. So I was like, okay, just shut this laptop. Saturday, Sunday, no laptop. Meet friends. You know, it's very important. So yeah, meet friends uh, online, virtually. Yeah, meet friends physically. Yeah, network, network everywhere. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's great. Thanks for those five points. Remind us again where can where can listeners find you online? I know you might want to rebrand your your uh, website. I mean, you do. Make sure you let me know so I can update this in the in the uh, podcast notes. But where can listeners find you online? Okay, so you can check out my blog. It's Mrs. Daku Studio. I'm going to spell it out for you because you probably don't know how to spell this. So it's M R S D A A K U. S-T-U-B-I-O.com. I hope I spelled it correctly for you. <laughs> I think I did. Um, you can also find me on Pinterest. Um, it's Mrs. Daku. So it's the same. I think all my social profiles are either Mrs. Daku Studio or Mrs. Underscore Daku. So you can find me everywhere. Okay. Awesome. Easily. <laughs> That's brilliant. It's so good to have you on the podcast today. It was really fun. We learned so much. Um, you know, like you said, you you know, you transition um, from one to the next to the next. Even when you failed, you just got back up, dust off your clothes, and you just kept going. So it was really good to have you on the show today. It was great to be here. It was great talking. I was initially very scared. <laughs> But I think you're a great host. You made me so comfortable. Um, I hope all the listeners really got something fruitful from this discussion. Awesome. So that's it for today, guys. Um, I hope you uh, enjoyed it and took lots of notes. If not, you can just listen to this all over again. Um, And yeah, until next time, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. Bye for now.